Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 170 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And I, this one's going to be short because I got to go to practice after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the big uh, competition coming up, don't you? Yeah. The Olympics. Yeah. I see you're wearing your official gear. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on the Olympic team today. Uh, if, if you didn't know, Ameritrade is an Olympic sponsor. So oh, going go. forward, I'm not sure. But yeah. uh, I, I was able to snag this jacket uh, on the Ameritrade store before it went down. Oh, nice. I got some Ameritrade socks, so a hat. It really is official T-shirts. We got T-shirts. Right, and this one. Whenever I wear this one, people are like, "So, are you on the Olympic team?" I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Jonesing. Jonesing. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, what does that even mean? <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses, right? I think um, it's a really interesting topic that I think a lot of people fall into uh, a trap on. So, I think that uh, it'd be worth having a having a conversation. So, what inspired you to think about this today, though? Uh, just an article I came across um, that talked about a family that says, "Are we doing it wrong?" You know, they said we think we make a good living, we're saving a lot of our money. Uh, but we got you know the smallest house in the neighborhood. Everybody drives nicer cars than us. Everybody has um, you know better Facebook vacation pictures than we do. My kids are embarrassed. We live in a small house. Are we doing things wrong? That was the gist of the article. So the kids are embarrassed. <laughs> That's what the article said. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that makes that makes my heart hurt. I know, right? <laughs> Embarrassed because the friends have bigger houses, the friends take nicer vacations, the friends drive nicer cars. Okay. So. Well, maybe the friends are living above their means. Maybe. It is quite possible that that's the case. I would guarantee it. Yeah. And I think that was one of the big interesting things that come out of the article was, you know, they said, are we doing it wrong, right? We don't have all this stuff. We think we make a good living. But it goes on to talk about, um, you know, how, how it's very likely that you know one 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 of the families has a great peace of mind and is doing smart things. They're saving twenty percent of their income. They're adding to their four hundred one ks. They're saving for college. They're doing all the things that we love to talk about. Um, versus kind of the national average type thing where they say personal um, spending hit a low of two point four percent of disposable income. That's how much people are actually saving. Two point four percent. Yeah. And we know that with the peak income 360 formula, we need to be at 15%. Yeah. Because there's no pensions anymore. Okay. Right. So but I thought that was incredibly low. Okay, let me ask you a question. All right. So on Saturday, I was over at Pizza Frank's house, mm -hmm. right? Our, our friends from the podcast. Mm -hmm. Pizza Frank and the, the Apple Princess of Washtenaw County. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're playing Euchre. Okay. Uh -huh. And Pizza Frank, is, he's got his Sonos app on his phone and... Pretty good sounding speakers, mm -hmm. okay? And I, the bass was kicking, and mm -hmm. I thought, wow, you know, this sounds better than my Sonos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what did I do? I inquired, Frank, what is the speaker, right? Oh, he's got the subwoofer. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need that. Yeah, I don't have the subwoofer. That's right. I need it. So I'm thinking, my jonesing <laughs> starts to go forward, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I make a little note, Sonos subwoofer, and then on Sunday, the reminder goes off, so I start to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. Guess how much a, so- a Sonos subwoofer is? <laughs> oh man, who knows? 500 bucks? 800. 800 bucks. Wow. Yeah, 800. So what do I do? You order one. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I did not order it. Did you? You resisted? Yeah. Because I fell into the saver mindset of yeah. I want that peace of mind. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like, that, and that was that's a great reaction, right? Because what happens when you need a new car? What happens when you need the new boat, right? And you see, well, so-and-so down the street got that brand new you know, Tahoe, that's pretty sweet. And so-and-so's got a boat that, you know, has a retractable roof, right? Whatever it is, right? All those different things are so, so we're, we're so easily swayed by them. And you think, am I not, am I doing it wrong, right? Just like the article said, am I doing it wrong? Maybe I should be living a little bit more. Maybe I shouldn't be, you know, saving so hard. And I get that there's two sides to that. Like you have to be able to live a little bit now, but I also think you have to plan for the future or, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. I like how you say it, saving so hard. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so my buddy gets a Ford Raptor. Mm-hmm. And so what do I think? You need one. I need a Raptor. Yeah. Right. Because Something how much they are. Raptors are pushing six figures, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. It's a truck. Yeah. For 100000 But they got the big tires. They do. They look pretty sweet. They're awesome. <laughs> you need you get the black wheels, right? Big tires with the lift, all black. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, they're very cool. <laughs> I, I no denying, right? Even the used ones are super expensive. Right. You know, I don't get it. Yeah. All right. So so we talked about um, the speakers and the car, but there's also vacation. They said, what did they say in the article that they eat at home? Everyone yeah, is eating out. Yeah, they cook a lot of meals at home, and you know, take more of probably what you'd call a staycation for a vacation instead of the trip to Disney. You know, the article says a trip to Disney for a family of four easily runs you almost seven thousand. And I've seen things recently that say it's even more than that. You yeah, know, by the time you get down there, and the tickets are incredibly expensive, and the hotels and everything costs, and you know, I was thinking ten thousand in my yeah. Head. Okay, so eating. Here's another example. Okay, went to Costco. Mm-hmm. I was looking for some prime ribeye. For some reason, there's no prime ribeye. You know, mm-hmm. I guess it's uh, you know chain. Maybe it's supply out of chain. It's out of season. <laughs> supply chain. <laughs> so um, so guess what I come across? Lobster. Uh-huh. Right. And I'm looking at this lobster, and it was looking pretty good, and it was like the same price of the prime ribeye. Mm-hmm. And so it was like forty bucks for four tails. And I thought to myself, you know, if you get lobster at, at the restaurant it's like 50 bucks right right maybe more right well this is 40 dollars, and it will feed the whole family right even the kids get the lobster mm-hmm. you know so we i made that for lunch yesterday mm-hmm. made the lobster oh, there you go everyone loved it you mm-hmm. know and it was like you know i i never would have done that at the restaurant that'd be like you know right. hundreds of dollars fraction of the cost yeah it was 40 bucks okay so there's nothing wrong with eating in and, you know, not having the truck and not having the, 
speaker. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if you live your life worrying about what everybody else is doing and trying to keep up, you know. It's in between it, the ears. Yeah. Okay. It, it, that's really a recipe for disaster. If, if this is bugging you, you know, go talk to Dr. John. Yeah. Okay. That's all I can <laughs> right. tell you. Right. Dr. John's a talk therapist. Yeah. He can help you. He would be a great one. We, we can just say, do this, this, and this. It's up to you to do it, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But let me also say this, okay? Here's how I often think about this for my personal money, is I can have this Sonos subwoofer. Is it going to, if I spend the $800, is it going to affect my financial goals, which mm-hmm. is saving for retirement right now, putting money in college, you know, Mm-hmm. Having a surplus, right? All these things that we want, and the answer is no. I don't think it would affect any of these long-range plans. Mm-hmm. So then, if if the long-range plan is in is in is healthy, why can't we do the splurge here or there? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What's the problem with that? Uh, I think you I think you said it perfectly, right? Because. And we talk to clients about it. We don't care how you spend your money, right? If you're meeting the goals that we have laid out to live the, you know, and plan for retirement successfully, anything above and beyond that can be spent wherever and can be splurged. I think the the trap that most people fall into is trying to keep up with everybody else, and maybe their goals aren't being met, right? Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's why we do financial planning, right? To say, here we are today. Here's where we want to get to. What do we have to do? And if we can confidently do those things and know that we're going to be in good shape, then yeah, that's your live today money, right? Take some of that and live today. You don't have to say, you know, some people get caught in the rut of the opposite and say, I have to save every dime I possibly can. I'm going to live, you know, as frugal as possible and save as much as I can. Well, that's where maybe we say maybe there's, (laughs) we've gone too far the other way, right? We have to find that balance. Yeah. The pendulum has to be in the middle to reach that equilibrium. Right. But I think bringing it back to the financial plan, like you said, is, is the right way to do it. And to say, just to know that you're on the right track and then then you're okay. Okay, so I'm gonna say one more thing about the speaker and then direct, uh, and then specifically answer the question, in my opinion, for these people in the article. Okay. So I didn't get the speaker because I just didn't think it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the second part of my decision is, is this worth it? Will it bring me the utility you know, that, that you expect when you buy something new for something that costs a lot? And right. the answer is no, mm-hmm. okay? Because I don't think we'd use it that much right so that was the answer so with these people in the article my answer would be let's see they have a million dollars already saved and they're saving 20 percent let's extrapolate that into the future we don't know how old they are Mm -hmm. but what if they keep on the current plan and it looks great Mm -hmm. and they're rock stars with their financial plan right well then we could say okay you can do some of this stuff if it is valuable to you if it is worth it to you right and I don't care which one you do right like you're saying we don't care where you spend your money but let's just make sure that you have enough first and then you can go reward yourself with a new car or a house or a boat or right. speakers or you know go out to dinner go mm-hmm. on a better vacation right okay yeah that's 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 it right absolutely and I think the biggest thing too, you know, for the other advice for people is, you know, just realize what you're what you're seeing, right? I think we they fall into the trap of the Facebook, right? And everybody, people only post the good stuff on Facebook. They never post something that says, "Oh, look at this mediocre vacation we went on," right? They don't post the pictures of the boring stuff, right? 
So it sets an expectation that's uh, really hard to live up to. And you know, timesing that by your couple hundred friends all posting those same things. I have like 700 makes, friends on Facebook. You know. <laughs> but it makes you think everybody's doing it, right? Everybody is. Well, not everybody, right? It's just, it rotates, but that's all you see is the good stuff. I only have like 200 followers on Instagram though. Yeah. How should I feel about that? It's not uh, very good. Yeah, you could work on it. <laughs> How about YouTube? How many hey, subscribers do you have on once YouTube? Once a week. <laughs> on YouTube, we're over 100 now. Oh, nice. Drop the mic, yeah. <laughs> okay, so once a week, we're doing these reels. R-E-E-L. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know. Be on the lookout, right? Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. At uh, nhopwood. Okay. And you won't, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take us out. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you, if you have any questions about this, if this topic resonates with you, if you want to uh, see if you're in good shape so you can see if you are saving enough, not saving enough, or need to do better, uh, reach out to us. You can find us at peakwm.com. You can even schedule online through there, and we were happy to have those conversations with you. But also follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and hit the like button. Smash subscribe. It. Subscribe button. The bell. <laughs> Thanks. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.